0: Hi I'm Keegan and this is A Bunch Of Gamers. This is our 70th episode of Werewolf The Apocalypse 20th Anniversary Edition. I'm gonna go around and have my players introduce themselves.
1: Hi I'm Sam. I play Cora Two Hearts. She is an Arun in the Get
2: Hi I'm Adam. I play Mark Guides the Fallen and he's a third of the Children of Gaia. Hi I'm George. I'm playing Roy
3: Mindscape. He is a -a ragabosh with the Stargazers.
4: Hi, I'm Sean. I play Zeb called Speaks with Sweet Whispers. He is a Thearch of the Silent Striders.
3: Hello, I'm
5: Thomas. I play Dimitri Howells in Memory, Lupus Galliard of the Bonard.
0: And so, Mark, you've come back to the Sept. You've been resting. You sleep in your den. All seems well after your meditations as you feel a kind of warmth Striking you in the face earlier than you want.
2: Hmm. What is this?
0: So you open your eyes, you notice that the sunlight has bounced off of several stones and is somehow getting right in your eyes as you hear a whisper in your ear, I have, I have not, not gotten got my, got my painting, painting yet. yet. Uh, oh, right. uh, right.
2: Right, right. Uh, I'll, I'll get to it. Mm. I told oh, almost forgot about that. Oh, shouldn't have taken that vacation.
0: Man. As that stray beam of light seems to reform to the laws of physics and stop shining directly in your face, even though you are turned away from the entrance of your den, as you hear the Karen already starting to come alive with birds and other Garu, some who are heading in to sleep for the day, and others awakening so that they can begin their guard duties for the day, as well as several kin who are now moving about the Karen Bond as guardians, given how short handed the Karen is.
2: Well, I will get up and be alive with those getting up as well.
0: All right you do so as you see Dimitri kinda slumming it in his lupus form waking up and giving a big stretch and a yawn as Helios crests over the horizon the sky a blend of violet and crimson
2: hmm now that is I think what the spirit wants I'll head to uh, house in memory and I'll wish him a good morning House uh, in memory. It's good to see you. Good morning, Guides to Fallen. How was your time to yourself? It was good. I um, I
5: was helping uh, the kinfolk from my old sept get settled in.
2: Oh, that's good. That's good. I'm glad we can provide a home for them again. I'm I'm glad too.
5: Um, I'm glad that there was room for them.
2: Oh, definitely. When it comes to Trying to unite the nation. I don't think there's an overpopulation for that. But uh, let's want to see uh, what the others are up to.
5: Yes, I, um, I was actually going to see if everybody was uh, getting together this morning or later today to see what, what comes next.
4: Yeah, I'm I closing up to these two, Keegan. All right.
2: Hmm. Speaks with whispers. It's good to see you. Mark will come in for a hug. Good morning, I'll give
4: you a hug. Pat, pat, pats. How are you fine warriors this morning? I'm not quite a warrior, but I'm doing fine. It's another morning when Helios warms us. There there are definitely worse ways to start. Definitely. It's been a few days. Anything occur back here while I've been gone?
2: Well, I've been at the Five Mirrors. I recently (laughs) arrived just last night. I didn't see any other pack members Infernal Alpha Zor from Ori's Bane. I just head straight to my den. I was tired.
4: House in memory, I think there should be a time we sit down and talk about you becoming part of our pack, but it occurs to me that Rat might have some misgivings of our totem being Owl. It is something that we can maybe discuss later and see if there is a way to appease Rat and not infuriate him by your actions and working with us. I will think on it some more and see. I would like you to think on it too. The invitation is certainly open. I believe Roy would agree with me.
5: Yes, I'm, I'm eager to be part of a, a pack again. Uh, and uh, yes, I'll, I'll think on it. And uh, I actually wanted to, uh, ask, to ask you something. I, I am need of, in need of a, a second opinion. And Guides the Fallen, you can feel free to uh, weigh in your opinion as well. Uh, just some, I guess, feelings. Some feelings I have been struggling with ever since the, the fall of my old home. And I'm at a loss as to what to do. Oh, but of course.
4: Indeed. Tell us. Speak your mind, yeah. speak your heart.
5: Yes. Uh, I know that uh, there is a part of me that wants to move on but there is another part a large part in fact that wants to go back to where the the sept used to be where the cairn was to see if our enemy has abandoned the site or continues to operate there i know it's not of strategic importance perhaps but um
2: but it, i feel it would be some closure it's an understandable feeling brother you lost your home and we had to shut it off in in a sense we had to put it to the grave and you want to make sure that that grave site is not defiled in any way
4: I would proceed from a slightly different point of view than guides the fallen but he is certainly correct beware the pain that you might bring upon yourself once more brother of seeing lost twice over again I am of a tribe that for Thousands of years have wandered knowing that our homeland would offer us no succor, or no no love, no no hearth. The loss is normal. The the anger will stay. Be aware of how much you put yourself through every time you reopen that old wound in trying to move to make sure that the Gaia is avenged. Morning, guys. What's so serious
3: of a conversation you're having this early in the morning?
2: No, it's not a serious conversation. Just. How's in memory is just unburdening himself. Oh. Pray tell about what? Uh, good morning, Mindscape. And I I was just
5: sharing some some thoughts that I've been keeping to myself. I I have a desire to go back to where my sept used to be. To to see if if our enemy still operates there or perhaps to quench some thirst
3: for revenge. So let me ask you one question, and I'll go with you either way, since I already know either answer hits true to myself already. Would it be foreclosure or revenge? And
5: is going to pause for a moment and he says, perhaps a little bit of both, because if I, I know that if I see that there is some presence still there, I will want to tear down the foundation.
3: Speaking of from experience and walking with someone who has walked this path with me, and I'll, I'll turn and look at Zeb. Revenge is not all that sweet, nor is it fulfilling. It was eating at me from the inside out and was affecting not only myself, but those around me. But if that is what you truly want, then I would have no problem running with you. So that way you, you can learn what it is that I've already learned. Yeah, I, I believe it is... It is something that I... That
5: I want to do. And I... will value that lesson when it... When it comes.
0: Meanwhile, Korra... Yes? After a few days of rest and trying to contemplate and figure out things on those spirits... You seek mm-hmm. out Earthwalker. Yes.
1: Um, Earthwalker
0: is living to his... Living up to his namesake. And is... About 20 miles north of the Cairn on the mountain ridge. Nice. That you spend some time following him as he gets rather close to some of the places that the Sacred Stones territory overlaps with the Red Talons.
1: Mm. Yay. (laughs) Cora will, like, she'll make sure that she's not going into those areas where the territories overlap, she'll, you know, call over to him. Earthwalker. Two hearts? Uh, Would you have a few minutes? I have some questions. Spiritual Umbra-type questions.
0: Very well. Keep your voice down. There's a strong northerly breeze, and I fear that our voices may carry.
1: Understandable. I received a gift from a friend, and this gift... Uh, was it's a necklace that, when I bound it, it showed showed me an image of my friend and telling me to come find them. When I tried to, it deactivated once I got into the umbra. I activated again. Uh, I activated again, and it called forth a very confusing spirit. And I was wondering if I might tell you. What I was told, and if you could help me decode and help me understand what's going on.
0: I can help as far as I can, though you do have two Thurges in your circle.
1: I do. They are, however, not as experienced. Very well. And I feel like you might have a little bit more understanding.
0: All right. Well, explain what these spirits. Were
1: they were chaos? It looked like like swirling maelstroms of spirit. <laughs> they spoke almost as if in riddles.
0: Wildlings, then? Seems like.
1: All right, that's a start. Are they usually helpful?
0: As helpful or harmful as the wild is.
1: Fair enough. Um, I'm gonna tell him, uh, like what everything that i remember about what or everything she remembers about what the wildlings told her and what she needed to do and then she'll just wait
0: he latches onto one bit they told you to seek the realms of flux uh,
1: what are the realms of flux or what is the realm of flux
0: it is a near umbral realm associated strongly with the wild. It is, in many ways, the wild's realm. Mm. At least one of the closer wild realms this close to Gaia. It is a land, I have heard, where extinct species run, run the plains, and ancient mythical beasts are able to wander within it freely. Lest the strands of the weaver try and choke them if they came to this side of the gauntlet. Dragons, griffins, minotaurs.
1: Wow. Sounds exciting.
0: That is a word for it. You must be aware as well that the realm is chaos. And the spark of the wild that is within all Garu and all the Pharaoh ignites and can go wild. Your shape-shifting will be on overdrive, so to speak, as you will shift between forms, sometimes uncontrollably. Oh. The realm is also mm. defended in a great cocoon of pattern webs, the weaver attempting to contain the realms of flux so that none of the wild may escape, though never being able to invade that realm proper. For the realm and its pure chaos kills pattern spiders.
1: Okay, alright. I assume that you get there the same way we get to most of the other realms we've visited. You pure must trance. find... You, must,
0: <laughs> you disgust me with that oversimplification.
1: I apologize, Earthwalker.
0: To have walked the umbra so often and to look, gaze upon the realms of our mother and not know... That it is not by chance, it is by following the metaphors. You must find paths of chaos, go to places that are chaotic, find the spiritual paths and attempt to follow them to reach the great realm. Or try and follow paths of order trying to contain chaos as a metaphorical statement of where you wish your spirit to travel. I understand. Good. You focus too much on the physical in your mind, and you think too much with the weaver's strands, and not enough with the grand nature of the other half of our world and our existence.
1: I suppose you're right.
0: Huh <sighs> Can't be helped. It is your auspice in many ways.
1: Or cool, do the, like, quick breath out the nose thing and kind of laugh a little bit but (sighs) yes I will let you get back to doing whatever it is you're doing out here so close to the red talons
0: looking at the spirits trying to learn from them the red talons have a knack for the spirits in a way that I don't grasp I wish to learn but they have no desire to teach me
1: I just guess it can't be helped really with them either.
0: No, cannot be helped.
1: Good luck. Learn lots. Thank you for the information and the help.
0: Kyle, you see Mark, Roy, Zeb, and Dimitri all kind of chatting in the early morning of the Karen. You go through and see the Karens getting Karen kind of coming alive as... There are some Garu changing of the guard, while there are far more kin than normal, simply because they've brought more kin in to help defend this place.
6: Oh, interesting. Anyone that I know?
0: Uh, yeah, you notice that Korra's cousin is one who is being brought here pretty regularly. There's others that you've noticed that you've seen here before, but, you know... They, they haven't been as thoroughly, I guess,
6: integrated? That makes sense. And I, I haven't spent a lot of time getting to know the kin here anyway. Just helping some of the the homeless, really.
0: Yeah. You do notice one of the kin seeming to be exasperated by Steven as they're chatting, and Steven seems to blow her off entirely as he kind of storms off to do his own thing.
6: i Approach that kin. Huh. <sighs> what was all that about?
0: Oh, I was just trying to tell him to take it easy on the cops.
6: Uh that's a a hard fight you've chosen.
0: Yeah, but it's one that I gotta do. Uh, Carmen, nice to meet you, she says.
6: Kyle, guards the low.
0: Nice to meet a you, pleasure. guards the low. Likewise, uh I'm with CSPD.
6: Oh, okay.
0: I get eyes and ears for the Karen and give information back to my family to help keep things moving. I also do a couple of things like delay calls for homeless clearings and things like that to make sure he doesn't either hurt too many people or that the group is able to move away in peace without their stuff being in tatters.
6: Well, we certainly appreciate that. It can be difficult frequently for that to happen.
0: Yeah, I've just been—I've been really trying to keep things low, and he—he he has not made my job easier. There's more eyes on me when I do those kind of delayed calls. Uh, after the bear attack a few months ago.
6: <laughs> yeah. It's—it's it's not funny. No, that was uh, not that kind of laugh. Hmm. Okay. <sighs>
0: anyway, I'm just trying to. I was just trying to talk with him, get him to ease up that we got these new programs, but he, you know, he goes on, he went off on me, talked about competing loyalty, shit like that, as if I don't care about my family, but-
6: I am certain that he knows you care. The police are just, well, I'm sure you know, but a soft spot for him. His soft spot, I guess. Easy to agitate.
0: Yeah. But if he keeps trying that disrespect shit, I will talk to talk to my brother about it. I can't do much. Yeah, even claw?
6: Oh, okay, of course. That makes sense. Well, I hope it doesn't come to that.
0: Yeah, no, certainly. And I'm I'm pulling double duty now. Isaac wants me to start looking out for potential potential leeches in my department. It's just another added layer of stress.
6: We, we did encounter a, a cop that seemed to be working with them.
0: Yeah, I get it. Just... I guess they're ratcheting up the rhetoric to hunt them. They don't tell me anything, but when I ask why is this so important and what did they show up recently, yeah, they're keeping me in the dark, as you guys do when it comes to real serious business and
6: I understand why they would make that decision, but I think it's fair to at least talk vague specifics. They know a fair amount about our numbers and some of our Hamid identities. They have a lot more information than would have expected, but we have very little on them.
0: Okay, good to know. Hey, does that mean we could uh, maybe use some of the
6: uh, Nukin? I suppose it would be possible, but it... It, it would be dangerous, and I know I have walked with one of them around the city already, so it's possible that, well, since they know who I am outside of... They know I am a werewolf, so they they might infer.
0: <sighs> Makes sense. Jesus. The rest of your group notice Kyle talking with some sort of kinwoman as she waves him goodbye, as she starts to walk off dimitri you noticed that she was talking to steven earlier and steven looked pretty mad
5: i should probably check up on steven then what's wrong with steven i don't know he looks upset about something
0: kyle you hear dimitri say that as you're walking up to the rest of the
4: group
6: yeah uh the woman i was just speaking to carmen she obviously can but works with cspd she was asking him to lay off the cops Oh, I see. Not uh, not something that he takes kindly to.
2: No, I wouldn't imagine. You've done a lot of work with Steven, too, so... I
6: remember him
5: mentioning his uh, encounters with the police a few times.
6: Yeah, he's... <laughs> he's had a number of them. Uh, I what? mean, particularly, though, it's it's not like he cares because of the way they treat him. It's because of the way they treat, you know, his people. Everyone who's... You know, kind of under his wing, with the homeless camps and everything. True.
2: Well, I'm sure Steven might feel conflicted. She's kin too. He knows that.
6: Yeah, he very well might, but this is the thing that is nearest and dearest to his heart. And I certainly wouldn't want to trance on that. Get a bear attack.
0: Cora <laughs> lo- kind of lopes into the Karen grounds again in her lupus form. Seems that she went running this morning to try and gather some information. Corey, see the rest of the group mm-hmm. talking.
1: Perfect. I will um, I will change into my and form, kind of just like rub any achy muscles that might have, you know, developed during my run and my walk with uh, Earthwalker. Okay. Uh, is there going to be another bear attack?
6: Nothing planned, at least.
1: Shame. That was hilarious.
2: Well, I had a nice little reminder this morning from a spirit that I had a deal I need to, uh, complete. Does anybody know where I could get some art supplies?
1: Hmm, probably like a hobby store, but you might be able to find a good artist, uh, down in Okara City.
2: Well, I'm still not too familiar with this, uh, with this state. Would anybody want to take me somewhere? Close by, maybe?
1: We could do that.
5: I'll I'll go with you. I need to learn my way around the city. You Sorry. and me both.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Cora. Appreciate it.
1: Of course. Anyone else interested in a jaunt around old Carter City?
2: Sounds
3: like a plan to me. Roy. I just want to greet the sun before I uh, head on out. But if you guys want to join me on that real quick, that's fine, too.
4: Roy, there's something I'd like to speak to you about before you go. I... Prefer just to be you and I before I make my report to final days.
6: Well, okay. Uh, then I suppose I'll join everyone else.
1: If you want to come, just uh, head down to Colorado Avenue. You'll find us somewhere along that street.
2: Well, you two could lead the way, definitely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so they start heading off, and it's just Zeb and Roy.
4: I've returned from Washington State recently, Roy. There's a couple of things I'd like to speak to you about that are fairly important. I didn't want the others around about it. One is going to be certainly determined on what you want to do next. And that's your prank has angered the Koraks greatly as their kin were killed as that prank unfolded. And again, angering the Pharaoh is a significant concern. And it was a significant concern for that Karen when I went there and spoke to their elders there. We might both have reason to journey west as a means of atonement for both the spirits and kin. Mine are separate, but that we've affected in this. I don't know what your thoughts are. We can probably speak to more people here if there's some expertise you'd like to get.
3: Well, my uh, intention was not to anger anybody.
4: Certainly not, Roy, but if if someone put a bunch of party hats on some wolves and all of a sudden a bunch of them got killed, you can only imagine the hell that there'd be to pay for that. No, you're right. There is a second part of this, Roy, that is more deeply personal for you, especially. The person that provided this information to me is a a Fenris you have not met but whose acquaintance you are aware of as it was her and her pack that attacked and killed your family members and the vision that I relived and the reality that you endured. So This information was not close held when it was revealed. I spoke to her for some time about it specifically.
3: So are they angry at the prank, or do they just not like me?
4: Her feelings, alone, were certainly a result of the activities that your family were doing then. Dealing drugs, I'm told. But beyond that, Roy, this is a significant grievance for the Koraks themselves. Them not liking you, again, her, this get of Fenris, and her pack, their associates there, do not help your cause overall that a major group of our kin, the Pharah, have been wronged in this way and their kin have been killed. So while it is not so deeply personal that she is trying to malign your name, no favors were done when those crows were killed.
3: I guess my apologies should be, I guess I should go and apologize to them, but what they may not know is that there was good that came from all of that. Their death was not intentional, but also not in vain. It has created two Karens to come together and is one step closest to the unity of that a lot of other Garu have been looking forward to.
4: Roy, that might be the case and it's probably the only reason why you're not dead. An entire group of Farah have been wronged and their kin slaughtered and you're going to say it was because it helped the guru nation they aren't guru they aren't going to hear that message and respond to it and if it was furthering our own causes was the reason why their kin had to die because it made us all laugh and come together do you that message will not go over well, friend. It is better to go back hat in hand and beg forgiveness and say that I have wronged you and I know it than to, than to try to rationalize it in that way. I, I cannot overstate that this is not the tack to take and not the lesson to take away from this friend. You're right, Zeb. I too have wronged spirits there when that tornado struck out west. I will certainly go with you if there is a means of atonement we undertake. It was incidental information that i came across and i keep it between you and i for the time being anything else final days or anyone here needed to know i will report the information as i've collected it but this was something that i came across on my own and wanted you to hear first
3: well i appreciate the the message it has been well received now i will travel with you west to atone for the wrongs that we've committed
4: we'll think of a better plan but good I'll go and make my report here, and you might want to join the others in town.
3: They've already left. I think I'll just travel with you for now, if you don't mind. Maybe we can catch up with them once
4: you're done. Sounds well enough.
0: And so you guys go to report Report two final days. Meanwhile, you guys are all on Colorado Avenue. You're going from store to store. As you enter the first one, where the woman has a sign for commissions, as you enter in. I'll point at the sign. Oh, hey. This could be what I need. You go, you point to the sign, and you start to enter. The little bell goes off over top as you hear a woman going, Be with you in just a moment. Take your time. I'll I'll she steps out. Can I get a perception empathy real quick from everyone? Who's there? Diff 5. Cora? You notice that she is uncomfortable. Everyone else notices that, and on top of that, you notice that there's a stark kind of drop in her face as you see a couple beads of sweat of fear starting to form upon her brow. She tries to prevent the shakes as best she can as her eyes dart to various obviously valuable paintings, and glass creations as she's looking at all of you as if you were going to break them.
1: Uh, Oops. (laughs) Um, Coral just like like wave Mark on a little bit and then like just put her hands behind her back and kind of look at the at the art in the I guess gallery area.
0: As you wave him on you notice that the woman flinches slightly.
2: Weird. Um, ma'am, is there anything wrong?
0: (laughs) Oh, No, no, of course not.
2: I'm gonna turn to Kyle and Cora and go, I th- think, and whisper this, making sure she doesn't hear this. I think she can feel our rage.
1: Cora whisper back, it's the curse, just act, play nice, ask for your commission, okay. reassuring, reassuring.
2: But first off, can I borrow some money?
1: <laughs> yeah, I've got a little bit left over. Kyle, do you have much?
6: Uh, yeah. I've, All I've right. still got 400.
1: Alright, I I think I've got about the same. Yeah, just see how much she wants the commission for and we'll, we'll bum you some money.
2: we Will do. And, uh, I'll casually approach the counter and there's... Like, I'll definitely approach it casually, but it's not going to be any overall overt attempt to try to hide the curse, I guess. Yeah, as you just- see
0: her hand, just move gently under the desk, just in case. Hello,
2: ma'am. I saw that you do commissions, and I would like to commission a piece.
0: Oh, uh, f- of course. My prices are fair, but, Um... Uh, um <laughs> my... My prices are fair, but firm, so if- if you feel that they are too high, sir, just remember that a lot of that goes to art supplies and things like that, okay?
2: Oh, of course. You have a business you need to run. Of course. Of course, uh, t-
0: <sighs> um I hope I ha- I didn't offend you by saying that.
2: Oh, oh no. It, it seems you might be having a rough day.
0: Oh, st- no, what did you mean by that? Oh, oh, oh,
2: nothing, nothing.
0: Could just I y- get a charisma etiquette roll, diff six plus one difficulty for every point of temp rage above your permanent rage?
2: All right, so that's difficulty
0: 11. So 10, cap's at 10. Sir, Ooh. and she, she just kind of goes... There's no need to to make make threats here, okay? I I I don't mean to be rude, but please don't make threats at all, even after you if, if even after you hear the price, okay?
6: Okay. What uh, would you feel more comfortable if some of us went outside?
0: As she looks over up at all the the security cameras, I I I suppose so.
5: Okay. Yes. I will walk outside. Yeah, Dimitri's gonna step outside, too.
1: Coral. Sigh and nod. Let us know yeah. how much
6: it is, Mark. we Will do, Cobb.
0: As you're all standing out there and you're getting nothing but dirty looks as, you know, people clearly assuming that you're some sort of vandals just waiting to do something, as several people are looking past your group inside the shop to make sure that the lady's okay, she goes, Okay, so... Uh, These are my canvases as she points them out and goes so the lowest one here is a 12 by 8 and if you want oil paints uh, that'll come out to about uh, $500 that's the cheapest option we have for these kinds of commissions
2: sounds reasonable What's the uh, next option up Uh,
0: if we go up a size? here and we do this, uh, that'll be, uh,
2: $750. Hmm, I see. Well, my friends outside are paying, and I don't want to take all their money, so the the $500 commission will do.
0: Okay, and what would you like commission, sir?
2: Well, I have a particular title in mind, and I would like the piece to be called Crimson Radiance. And... I'm a big fan of the sunsets and sunrises here in the state. I'm from Wisconsin, and I don't normally get this mountain view there, so I would like to have a sunrise or a sunset commissioned to be painted, whatever would work for your schedule.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no problem. The It'll take a little bit of time, so I have to sketch things out, I have to get through some of my other commissions, of course. So we're looking at probably uh, three and a half to five weeks.
2: Of course. I don't want you to rush this, definitely. And I don't want you to rush your other commissions just for me.
0: Uh, Of course. I need you to fill out this card, uh, your name, your address, so I know who to send this to or where to send this.
2: Okay. I'll put down, like, uh, a fake Wisconsin address pretty much like, uh, one he would know to use in this situation, like, but with a Wisconsin address. Okay. And here you go.
0: Thank you. Thank you. You guys have a great rest of your day.
2: Of course. Of course. Um, would you like the money up front or uh,
0: would you? Half or yes. Uh, if, if that's all right, I would. Yes. Uh, cause a lot of it goes to supplies and things like that.
2: Oh, of course. Uh, if you let me talk to my friends outside, I'll be right back. Okay. And I'll carefully and, uh, exit out and kind of peek my head out the door. It's gonna be $500.
1: Okay.
6: Uh, uh We're gonna have to get jobs again.
1: Yep. Ugh. All right. Coral, start, uh, counting out money.
6: Yeah, mm-hmm. 250 each? <clears throat>
1: 250 each, Yeah. Cora will hand it off to Mark.
6: Same.
2: Mark, Mark will take the money and he'll look at the, the haggard faces of Kyle and Cora and then he'll look at the money and then he'll go, Oh, so this is what the kid we're talking about back at Five Mirrors. <laughs> I, I think I might need to get a job. <laughs> but thank you so much. I'll be right back. And I'll re enter the, the art shop and I'll approach the counter with the money.
0: She, she counts out the money very slowly, shaking the entire time, quivering. And she goes, thank you for your business. Uh, I'll make sure to give this phone number a call and let you know when it's done.
2: No, no problem. Thank you so much. Uh, have a nice evening. Or have a nice morning. <laughs>
0: Th- thank you. As you, ga- you guys head back, meanwhile on the Karen, Zeb, you had just finished your thing with final days. Yep. You and Roy, as you see Howling King kind of approaching the two of you. So, Iron Shadow will be returning soon, huh?
4: That's the word. Yes, indeed.
0: <sighs> good, good. He's done quite a bit for the, the Karen. I know that you two are newer here, but what are your thoughts on Regender's views on Unity, if you don't mind me asking? I don't think
3: I've had the pleasure of hearing his full view on it.
0: That's fair. He wants this to be kind of a hub so that any tribe can come come and go as they please. And that all the tribes are represented here. It's why he keeps trying to offer positions of power to Garu of different tribes. So everyone has a stake here.
3: The idea of unity and being a hub is... A grand one for sure I've always had issues with such grandiose ideas being implemented poorly
0: agreed and I think final days is doing his best but I think he's being held back by his own ambition
4: I've heard that there's some contention about this land and which tribe should be ascendant over it I think those undercurrents represent a struggle that as folks are named to positions of leadership are going to wrong others. And in visions revealed to me by OWL, that struggle between two specifically is going to cause a few others to circle around to maybe see if there's opportunity. Hmm. I would imagine that striving for unity in such a fashion of... Handing out positions of power may not equate to all others the same or mean the same thing.
0: Oh, I, I completely agree, actually. And that is why I wanted to talk with you. There's been some talk about, well, Final Days has tried to implement something where any sort of secret rites or rituals are not allowed here. If you wish to perform, then they must be performed between all of us so that we are able to see each other see who the tribes are, and I I admit that it is a noble goal, a very noble goal, but it unduly punishes the members of the Yuktena, you see, and I've been trying to speak with Final Days on this. His protege had also approached me about this, and I sort of agree. I was hoping his protege would speak to him on the matter as soon as he could, as you know and there's much honor to be found as we know honor is the bread and butter of our auspice
4: i do not doubt the honor of any elder or warrior here most certainly again i am a complete outsider and a drifter i could see how this would affect folks who have a very personal relationship through rights and otherwise with spirits with gaia with their totem where they would prefer to keep that in private as the secrets aren't meant to undermine the nation but are merely those of their own heart that would be difficult for me to adhere to although i certainly would not break the rule if it was an effect i would i would not stay
0: right. i understand it's just a thought and just you being an outsider being an outsider means that perhaps you would be able to look at any sort of injustices with fresh eyes
3: speaking of the fact that Regenda doesn't want any secret rights but having these secret rights make the tribes more unique so to speak it is a one element of it but without these it creates a more generic instead of unique in tribes
0: justly said
3: so while he's trying to create unity with all of the tribes if he is going about it as such then if anything he is further dividing all of the tribes
0: hmm good way of putting it anyway I know that you two are close to Kyle and I as he starts rubbing his temples a bit I was uh, ah, yes I was there for his training and so we have a bit of a relationship but It seems that you two are genuinely his friends. I was hoping that perhaps you could get him to speak to Final Days about this right thing and to tell him that I am firmly in his corner and that he can use that to his advantage if needed in the conversation.
4: We can deliver that message for you. We are honored to do so.
0: I greatly appreciate it. It's... Things have been getting so strained, as you know, it just seems difficult to find the time.
4: Of course, Elder.
0: Oh, no. I'm in... As he pauses again for a moment and goes, Adrian, my athro will be coming up soon, I think. I need to just work on the renowns. Perhaps I will join in the leech hunting.
4: We will deliver the message to Kyle, honored Adrian and see what comes of it. I appreciate it.
0: After your little tourism through old Colorado, the rest of you kind of start returning to the Sept of the Sacred Stone. It's about, oh, three o'clock now, given all the walking you've had to do.
2: Well, two hearts guards the low. Is there anything that you think you need of me? I would wish to speak to the Master of Rights.
1: Enjoy your afternoon.
6: Yeah. Oh. we're good
2: well thank you enjoy your afternoon how's in memory oh, have a good yes. afternoon oh you too have a good afternoon now I'll make my way towards the master of rights for I wish to discuss my new knowledge from the aspen tree
0: okay as Mark starts to leave and starts seeking Fate Dancer Fate Dancer is doing some basic kinda I wouldn't call it cleanup, but you know tending of things doing some help with the keeper of the land when she turns around and goes Guides the Fawn?
2: Fate Dancer, Honored Master It's good to see you again
0: Likewise, she smiles
2: Do you have time for a discussion?
0: <sighs> well, perhaps Could you roll Perception Empathy, please? Will do so you got three successes. You notice that she, she seems pleasant enough, but there's still kind of a level of distrust about you.
2: I understand as master of rights you are busy, and certainly me a stranger to the Sept. You possibly would want to put me low on that list. But since I'm here, and it is only a quick question, and I've been overcome with something, and I hope to alleviate it.
5: Oh, what's that? In-
2: indeed. On my journeys, I was up in five mirrors, and I came upon an aspen tree. An aspen tree, old and haggard and experienced. I formed a favor for him, and in return, he gave me knowledge to meditate upon for some time. If I can recall his words correctly, Ishtara is an incarnate of Gaia. She sings many songs and continues to sing despite the pain that grows in her breast. Half her hair turns white with the turning of the seasons. Yet, grey hair like ash begins to grow upon her head. Her brow drenched with the heat that continues to grow and oppress her. The many-talented hunter Gazes upon her with worry, waiting to see what he can do to save the fair Emerald Maiden.
4: Hmm.
0: That is. You notice, like, pure concern upon her face. That is certainly an omen.
2: I could see this troubles you, hopefully, more at the message and not at me.
0: Yeah, certainly at the message. And the mini me- talent hunter is Rorg. Hmm.
2: I pondered upon that namesake, and over the past few days, I've been filled with the want to rage. I'm about myself, but I could easily break.
0: Mm, That would make sense. Rorg is the incarna of a former planet called Turog, though it was lost. One of the many casualties of the Worm. It is said that the Great Serpent struck his world and shattered it, turning it into the Asteroid Field.
2: Hmm. So, what would Gurog want with the Emerald Maiden?
0: Rorg has always had... Rorg has always had a love of Eshtar and life. He is a frenzied creature of rage... And he despises the worm, in every way. Rorg is one of the planetary incarna who does not get a calendar in our month. And thus none are born under him, though he favors the red talons for obvious reasons.
2: Mark will kind of slightly feel at his chest a little bit, indeed.
0: He is also associated over catastrophic change, not one of evil but of great upheaval.
2: Is this upheaval Ragnarok?
0: It could be. You've taken up to speaking the get word for it.
2: Ah, I've been hanging out with a lot of get. Especially two hearts.
0: You can tell. Your rage burns deeply for one of the crescent moon.
2: Well, I feel for my packmate. She goes through much these days. I can tell she's troubled. I just don't know how I could help her.
0: I don't know how to... Help her as well, though I'm sure she will find her way in whatever way she seems fit to find it.
2: Gaia be willing to guide her, but this is great information to ponder upon. Hopefully I could do away with some of this rage that everybody seems to be feeling.
0: You can feel it because the rage is the spark of the mother's anger that she gave us so that we may unleash it righteously upon our enemies.
2: Justly spoken, but given the events of the previous days of an ally of mine, I'd rather take care of this rage out of the depths' eyes.
0: Understood. Roy and Zeb, you start moving away as you see the rest of the group returning from their little jaunt into the city proper as you guys kind of reconnect.
4: How'd your meeting go? It went. It went fine, um, and I think Roy and I have something here for guards. The low Howling King came come to came to speak to us, and he had a message that he wanted to impart. It can be for you alone, unless you'd like us to speak it in front of your pack mates. That's the well, the nature of the messenger. It would be fine, I'm sure. Well, congratulations on your first political intrigue, Kyle. Uh, Howling King came to speak to us about. Well, something I didn't know anything about, maybe Roy did, uh, having to perform public or private rights in public and some other items, but the gist was that Howling King wants you to speak with Final Days about this specifically in this quest for unity, and Howling King says he will put his support behind you, um, absolutely, as he's in agreement with you in speaking with Final Days on this matter. Roy, do you have more on this? it's the best of my recollection
3: that's essentially it he is politically backing you on your secret rights intrigue with regender
4: he asked us what we thought of it but i think he might have picked the two wrong guru that really aren't connected here well i'm not i won't speak for roy but again that's all we really knew about it this is kind of the first heard that this was a stance that was being taken here i'm a little surprised
6: no he didn't ask the wrong guru it's good to get an outsider's opinion, particularly with something that is SEPT-wide. But yes, I i had every intention of speaking with him, and I, I will make it a priority for now instead of a priority for the next couple of days. Thank you uh, for letting me know what he had to say.
4: I would only remind you, Kyle, of the vision that all of us saw of the great struggle between Octana and Unicorn and... What we saw the remnant, perhaps, of the stag that, that, that circled around it, and what this might mean for some of these discussions coming up.
6: No, I, I recall the vision, but I thank you for bringing it back to the forefront of my mind. I am... I would not be having this conversation with him if I didn't believe that the Utena were right in this. You are the judge to know. This is good. <laughs> well, we'll see. Final days is Philodox himself. It'll be a spirited debate then. I suppose I should go find him then.
0: You find out that he's been gone for the- He'll be gone for the day. He's doing some other things, but that gives you time to rest, relax, and eat. You'll have to wait till the next day. During this time at night, some of the Garu are sharing tales of ancient legends of their people. Julia Silver's scribe begins to speak as she talks about the time when William the Herbalist, a child of Gaio, wandered the earth. This was long ago before many Garu left Europe and the Ten Tribes held supremacy over the ancient dark days before the Renaissance. How the Herbalist healed the sick, And he came across what was called the Three-Eyed Leech. And how the leech did all it could and gifted various things to humans. It cured sickness and gave succor. It is because of this, William let his guard down and ceased to believe that leeches were the monsters that the Garu had always claimed them to be. The two traveled together for many moons and many nights, doing what they could. But the truth is always ugly. And William learned that there is always truth in the monstrosity of leeches. Though the three-eyed leech would only feed from those who offered themselves willingly, and it always seemed to drink just enough to keep itself going and it never harmed the person, one day other leeches came, who brought strange magics and caused the blood to boil in mortals in fits of anger and rage as they came for the Three-Eyed Leech. The Three-Eyed Leech used its horrid magic and its strange healings and provoked a sort of twisted and evil love within the people it had just healed as, in a frenzied bit of love, After using his blood to heal themselves, they attacked the leeches that hunted it as it ran into the night, sacrificing all that it healed. It is then that William the Herbalist learned that leeches only heal for their own benefit. Nothing they do is ever pure. And no matter how pure the intention seems, their hand always moves to corruption. Howling King, it's nice to Kyle. Hey, Kyle.
6: I uh got your message.
0: My message? Oh, yeah. Well, thought I'd let you know. Hey, Korra.
1: Howling King, how's it going?
0: Good, getting ready to hunt some leeches, earn some glory. It'll get me up to Athro, I think.
1: Ooh, that'll be nice. Do you want someone to tag along?
0: Yeah, maybe. They're just talking now, and the kin are just trying to figure out some basics for us. We're utilizing some of them, including your cousin. She was pretty eager to get involved and be helpful.
1: (laughs) I think she'll enjoy it.
0: I'm sure. We know of two at least. No idea how many more there are, though. So keep your eyes open and your noses ready to the wind.
1: Definitely. Let me know when you guys are heading out. I would definitely like to join.
0: Sure, sure. (sighs) As you see him kind of shake his head a bit. Something up? Uh, Just headaches on occasion. Nothing major.
1: Mm. I'm trying to think if there's anything Cora can do for that. I don't think she really can. No. Headaches.
0: Anyway, it'll be good to see you go hunting. I've seen you be a bit of a feisty one.
1: (laughs) Minorly, you know. (laughs) <laughs> poly-
0: it's about damn time you turn your claws on to something other than ga Guy and garu Fair enough. I'll leave things to you Philodoxes, though, Kyle. You know me, I'm all about the glory. Honor just enough to get myself by. Well, not true. The Silver Fangs always hold themselves to honor, but I always like getting my hands in the thick of things. Politicking's never been my strong suit.
6: Perhaps not, but... I think we've all always viewed you as an honorable Garu.
0: I appreciate it. Anyway, I'm gonna head in for the night. You guys, take care of what you gotta take care of, I guess. Rest well. It is the next day. Kyle, you do have a moment to get final days alone.
6: There was something I wanted to talk to you about. About Sept Unity. Oh? Well, I spoke with some members of the Sept. Specifically, and intentionally some of the uktena after what happened in five mirrors i thought it prudent at least to extend an olive branch of some sort from me personally to hear some of the concerns i asked them what could help bring unity to us not just with me and the uktena but in the sept as a whole and their answer was the allowance of private rituals i heard them out I spoke to some, of, some others, non-Uctena, and I've been convinced that this is the thing to compromise on. You think so? Yes, for a couple of reasons. The first, and this is not from the Uctena, this is from me, is that this rule is far more, com- far more common in the hardline seps. Seps that are ruled by one pa- uh, one tribe. And if our goal is of course unity the optics of that are are not good now it could certainly be argued that the unity that this is eventual unity that is what that looks like and i don't disagree but i think trying to apply it now it it hurts us not just with the Uktena, but anyone with those rituals it will make them think twice before performing their rituals here but secondly The children of Gaia, to my knowledge, do not have secret rituals. Now, it can be argued that that is for Unity's sake, but we do have secrets, but we are not required to reveal those. So if a tribe's secrets happen to be their rituals, it feels like we are trying to unify these seps at the cost of those tribes and not ourselves. I see. (sighs) I would hear your thoughts if you would share them.
0: I appreciate your thoughts. I do. But, here's the thing. Deep down, and I think you've lost your way a bit in this, and that unity I have tried to make palatable to others is... Well, I should start at the beginning. You've heard many legends of our people. Of the Wars of Rage, of the Impergium, of the many stories of heroes and heroines, those who have risen and fallen, even. But one that is not thrown around very often, I do speak it openly, I'm just not listened to, is before uh, all of that, there were no tribes. There was only one tribe. There was only the Garu, and perhaps I was blind, perhaps not. My goal isn't that there are separate tribes. My end goal is to make there one tribe, that we take what works from each tribe, refine it with our wisdom, and cast away the rest. The things that don't work, or the things that tempt... Now, you may have a good argument about that this unjustly hurts the Uctana, and that may be an unfortunate truth. We do have some hidden and secret rituals even within our tribe, though that may not hold for long. Silverheel, the leader, or a spiritual leader of our tribe, is already calling for the abolishment of all Child of Gaia camps, since camps are but another division within the garu nation but i can say that i see no benefit currently of dissolving the ban on secret rituals because the Uktena plan on staying here they have strong ties to this land they do not want to give that up especially after my predecessor extended an olive branch to bring them back here, to this Karen that they desire rightfully, deeply. I want them to do things in the open with us because it doesn't... it will accelerate certain things. It will, it will in a way, many of the newer generation of Garu will start to see it our way. Look at Distant Song. She is firmly in the camp of Unity. And the reason for that is she is a younger Garu. She has seen the benefits of it. And thus she is more open with her rituals. Now, she won't perform all of them because there are others watching. But in just a few years, possibly out of desperation, they will do them. And the young will see that those secrets aren't needed. And we can finally work to doing what Damanus... ...wished to do so many centuries ago, and start to reforge the Garu into one tribe before the Apocalypse.
6: I hear your words, and I think I understand them, but I will admit that some of them cause me more worry than they do alleviate my concerns.
0: Final takes a deep breath as he goes. <sighs> I will be honest with you, my young protégé the times have been wearing deeply on my soul. You are young, Kyle, and I can appreciate the naivete you have in some ways. You believe that if we make these concessions that the tribes can come together and unite together while still holding their individual totems, their individual traditions, and pride. But I have traveled the world from many moons now, I've seen septs on the verge of collapse because of ancient grudges and unearned pride. Kyle, we must shatter our view of the tribes and reforge ourselves as the one tribe. All are truly children of Gaia. That is why we took our name the way we did. To make the cause that there is one tribe... And that all are welcome under the umbrella of it. And as I said, we must take the traditions that strengthen us and cast away the rest. Be damned sentimentality at these during these final nights. For I've read our history. And I know well of Damius the Reforger. He who would have become High King of the Garu in the place of the Silver Fangs many, many moons ago. How the tribes hated his message of unity and how the silver fangs and shadow lords attempted to crush our tribe forcing unicorn to split and form the black unicorn for his radiance was enough to stop and blind the creatures of darkness that stood before us and his shadow was a noble steed that could show us how to lead and how to fight and even to defend ourselves from our own siblings who lacked vision. They hated the concept of they hate the concept of cooperation, Kyle. And if we do, then perhaps we can finally reforge Unicorn into being a whole spirit again.
6: So during this speech, Kyle's face will harden. Um, I think you do me a disservice by speaking to me about these things as if I do not understand them at all. I agree with you that that form of unity is ideal. But by hardlining on these things, we will push the other tribes away. And unless our version of unity is unity through violence, as it is in many Getseps, I do not think we will be successful. I also think that you have overestimated the number of people who support this. As I have spoken to people over the last two months, I think, out of character. Uh, yeah. Let's see. As I have spoken to people of this over the last two months, Confidence is waning from people firmly in your camp. The words the Uktena speak are convincing. The more people that view this as unfair, the more people will question the goal, not just the means to achieve it.
0: As he seems to take a deep breath and you hear someone from behind going, Kyle's right. I think there are only two options before you, final days. As Howling King steps forward, Kyle, you've known him for years and he seems off. He's not himself.
6: Yeah, I, uh, I noticed, uh, I have notes on that to speak to people about that, but I didn't want to bring up his name and bring it up to Regender in the same conversation. Got it. Uh, cause that would defeat my argument completely. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Kyle, Kyle has presented you something and you try and cast it away. There are only two options at this point. We must either do away with this restriction on secret rites or, well, you could form a tribal council. Ezra Gender's face turns into a scowl. Hear me out, honored elder. I'm the closest to the rank of Athro next in line. The Children of Gaia have an elder here who has claimed residency, yes, and I have claimed residency here. My proposal is that we create a five-member council with yourself, Fate Dancer, Silent Claws, Even Claws, and myself. That would put two children of Gaia and two Uktena upon the council. They will then think that I am put there as a tiebreaker and I will give them some concessions, of course. But, honored elder, I will be firmly in your camp and I will allow you to pursue your vision. Present this to Fate Dancer and if she rejects it, then you have a stronger argument for your secret ritual as it proves that she would be happy with nothing. As you form a council, as she asked. It's simple political calculus, Final Days. I know that you've been thinking about it. I know you've been thinking about who you'd want to be the fifth member. I have seen your vision. As he taps his forehead and then directs his hand towards Final Days. And I agree with it. The heart of Kyle is in the right place. We have both watched him grow. We have both seen him Become a true and honorable Philodox. And I simply wish to become the culmination of this vision of yours. I care nothing about the Reforger. He's a legend. I know that you hold him dear. I see your vision. And though I may not agree with one tribe, so what? If I do what you wish for most of it, perhaps you will prove me wrong yet. As he... Stands there, smiling. Could I get a perception alertness from you, Kyle? Difficulty seven. His eyes are the wrong color.
6: Ah, still, huh? Okay. What what color are they? His
0: eyes normally are blue, but they have kind of this hazelnut look about them.
6: What color were Carson's eyes?
0: They were also a hazelnut color.
6: Ah, okay. Um, I appreciate the kind words that you've just shared about me, but you are not yourself.
0: Perhaps. Mm -hmm. As he kind of twists his face a bit in a contortion. That very well may be.
6: Feel like Carson's words.
0: Carson never wanted to be on the council. He wished it to remain internally to the Karen. Anyway, as he kind of grabbed pinches between his eyes. I must walk away for a moment. Regender, think on my words.
6: Wait. Why do you share the same eye color as him now?
0: What? As
6: and you notice... And why does it change?
0: It sh- his eyes shift back to blue? Kyle, what the hell are you talking about? My eyes have always been blue. Regender? Elder? I think it's only fair that I have a bit of a say in this, Karen. You kicked me out of the warder position. I think being on the Elder Council just makes sense for me. Plus, I've done enough to protect this sept a hundred times, and I would die for you or Teresa. That's why you know I'm a honorable member to be on it. Anyway, that's my two fucking cents.
6: Is he walking away now? Yeah. What does Regender's face look like?
0: He looks confused, but if I could get a perception, empathy, difficulty, eight, as Regender is now deeply trying to kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He's deeply trying to guard his emotions. You you don't want to believe it. He seems like Regender. He seems put off by it, but underneath that, that obvious concern, there is some kind of wheels turning behind his eyes. You don't know what, though.
6: Okay. I am going to boldly make a conjecture now. Okay. No one is sure why Faces the Storm sacrificed himself the way that he did. This is not the first time that I've seen Howling King's eyes change color like that, and his words change completely. I believe firmly that he would, if, if an Elder Council will be... ...would be put in place, he would be a good fit for that. But if Faces the Storm sacrificed himself to have some hold over someone you trusted... ...so that he could put his actual plans into play... ...perhaps to help solidify the power of the Silverfangs... ...after all, if this is to be a Sept of not just unity in name... ...but the Sept that unifies the East and the West Coasts... ...it would be undeniably powerful to have a Silverfang on that Council. I do not know if there is a ritual to do any of this. I do not know what is happening with Howling King. That all being said, my argument for the ritual still stands.
0: Understood. I have never heard of any thing of that nature. I don't believe any of our thurges have, but you could ask them. I appreciate your answers, but it does seem that Howling King's nature has changed. From time to time, I would ask that you investigate that for me. I'll take his words into consideration about the Elder Council, because even if he uh, is, or even if he has, Carson faces the storm within him somehow. His words ring true about the Elder Council. And your words ring true, too, that Howling King would be an excellent addition, for he has shown loyalty and bravery to this Karen a thousand times over. And it would be almost poetic as the Uctenna lost this Karen to the Silver Fangs, who lost it to the Children of Gaia. The Children of Gaia have extended hands to bring the Uctenna back and to forge a council using all three. That would be a powerful statement in the name of unity as well.
6: It's true. And if Faces of Storm does have some form of hold over Howling King... I imagine it to be lesser than if he himself was on the council.
0: Agreed. Let us hope, then, that you can get to the bottom of this. I would ask that you involve no one else besides Fomori's Bane and your friends, the Infernal Alphas. I don't trust them nearly as implicitly as yourself or Korra. And though Mark seems like an excellent Garu, I do not know him personally, but he is in your circle. And so I will trust him because I trust you. The other three are outsiders for the most part, and then to spread that sort of thing would seem like lunacy to many of the other guru here. So share your information, and get to the bottom of this as quickly as possible.
6: We will do so. However, it... Howling King's changes were obvious to me from our first conversation. If I bring this up with a Thurge outside of our packs, which I believe will be necessary, based on the rank and knowledge of the Thurges in our packs they may guess as to who they may put two and two together that they may not have otherwise
0: very well then start with the Thurges in your own packs first and if they do not have the answers you have my blessing to ask other Thurges or you have my blessing to head to the Five Mirrors or the Steel Mountain or the Unified Heart to seek Thurges there
6: very well I'll speak to the packs.
0: please keep Teresa out of it for now that is my only request.
6: I will do so. However, I do think that this is the kind of thing that would help foster unity between the two of you. After all, Helen King is friend to you both. But I will leave that entirely in your hands. I will not speak to her of my own accord.
0: Very well. Thank you.
6: Of course. And thank you for hearing me out.
0: I do appreciate and always appreciate your honesty with me, Kyle.
6: Of course. Any time that I can give it, it is here.
0: You will make a good elder one day.
6: But hopefully not soon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> As you head back, you notice that the rest of the group are eating some pretty nice food. It looks like Eleanor went uh, to a couple local restaurants and bought both packs lunch.
6: Oh, that's so nice. I will join everyone else. Delicious. Mm. Mm. Eleanor's the best.
2: hmm
1: Damn right, she's the best.
2: (laughs) Kyle, it's good to see you.
6: And good to see you guys, too. Um, When we're done eating, I would like us to head out for a bit. We have a mission of sorts.
1: Okay.
6: Well, here. Here's yours.
2: I'll hand him a lunch or dinner. And Kyle will feast.
0: As you guys are all feasting, probably trading stories, you guys notice... A splat of bird poop just strike Roy in his left shoulder?
6: <laughs> ah, you've been marked. I don't know if you know what that means, Roy, um, but a friend of ours had that happen to them quite often after they had offended some Koraks.
2: Better get used to it until you do your apology. Well, hoping I can get this done sooner rather than later. We'll, we'll see. Maybe with yeah, but- this mission that we're gonna go on with Kyle here. Maybe you can, uh, help start patching the wound. At least it wasn't in the food. I better hurry up before it gets in there, actually. I have
3: a uh. feeling this is not going to be a great time until then.
2: Well, you'll, you'll think you'll forget about it, but then you'll get your reminder. Trust me. Be thankful it's only that. <sighs> and then Mark will kinda, well food in his mouth. Yeah, that's what happened at us over at uh, Stormy Peaks, right?
0: As you finish up, and Kyle, you all notice Kyle's face get, like, gravely serious.
1: So... This this isn't going to be a fun mission, is it?
6: No.
2: Kind of seems like that meeting you had didn't bear much good news.
6: It's hard to say on that front. Something good will probably come of that. This is tangentially related so first nothing that is said here can be repeated outside particularly in this cairn we may be asking questions of people outside of the cairn thurges specifically assuming that our two resident thurges do not have the answers
2: with the imports that you feel for this information perhaps we should vacate the cairn
6: more sure that is fine and we'll walk off some respectable distance
0: so, the two packs start going off further into the woods, deeper away from the rest of the the Garu.
6: Alright, so, something is wrong with Howling King. He's he not w- himself.
1: Yeah, he wasn't feeling real well last night, was he?
6: It's more than that. Oh? He is... Something else is influencing him. Changing his perceptions of things. Changing his words and actions, and not his eye color shifts depending on well whose words he seems to be speaking and this is not the first time i noticed it when else did you notice it when i went to speak with him privately with without any of you ab- about this issue 2 weeks ago or so we spoke and i noticed this happen when i brought up the matter of the secret rituals and it's it's not that i wouldn't have expected the old Helen king to believe this but it becomes a lot more believable that he is walking out of final day's camp seemingly without speaking to him about any of these things the second eye color that he happens to share er, or that he has happens to be the same as carson faces the storm he also seems to speak with that same eloquence
2: but faces the
6: storm was slain that he was and that is entirely the problem. If it wasn't for the eye color, the headaches, and the change in personality and demeanor, it would be nothing that he had changed his opinions. It wouldn't even be worth looking into, but we need to find out what's happening to him, at the very least for his own sake.
0: Zeb, your eyes look out, and you see the world become decayed and shifting as you're looking past the lands of the living and getting a bit of your death sight as you activate visions of Duat. On the ground, what appear to move in and out of the Cairn more than once are wolf tracks that are not here, they're on the other side. Wolf tracks of some kind with a fine filament of pure white fur, fur similar to that of the Silverfangs.
4: I have heard stories of ancestors driven mad, guiding those in their bloodline but never a change before. However, as I gaze into the lands of death, I see the tracks of a wolf and its fur, reminiscent of the glory of the silver fangs journeying to and from, out of perception of us, out of perception of us that would observe the spirits and those that would stand within our cairn to guard it for Gaia. This is most troubling.
1: Is it possible for the ancestor of a silverfang to possess one of their own?
4: My tribe is not blessed in this way for our ancestors to talk to us, but all ancestors could if they had the influence and the power. It was a powerful wolf that fell in that battle. I do not know if he had rituals in effect to be ready for this. A glorious death that he met. Then... Do you know of any way we could prevent his influence
0: both of you can roll for that it would be intelligence occult difficulty 10 minus your dots and rituals the both of you understand that ancestor spirits are in essence spirits they are just spirits so rituals meant for summoning and things like that, and gifts that work on spirits would work on ancestor spirits. Zeb, you know a step further, though, in that, once again, you've never heard of an ancestor spirit being able to change one's eye color. You've also... And if one was, you imagine it must be immeasurably powerful. More so than what a rank 5 garu would produce you would have thought carson was one of the legendary garu to wield such power which means there might be rituals at work that he used during his death though what rituals and how are unknown to you and likely unknown to any of your tribe or any tribe not of the silver fangs
4: all that said that means there's a ritual possibly here at work one that we could maybe discover, but again, this is the power of an elder or legendary guru, maybe more.
2: And that means that there's possibly another motive behind all this. The council that wants to be formed could very well just be another pawn in the game for the Silver Fanes.
4: This explains the vision. This is a mighty long way to go to control one cairn look what this cairn is trying to do look
2: what this cairn brought me and motivated me to do we're forming alliances here we're forming a stronger nation here in the states it's not just
6: one cairn he's going after what we're uniting possibly do keep in mind that this is one of the most powerful cairns in the united states what well, that Mark- said
4: a powerful grasp of death has now reached beyond the veil into it
0: oh one other thing zeb You have Mm -hmm. never heard of an ancestor spirit being able to leave footprints with the visions of Duat.
4: I will actually get up, Keegan, and see if I can kind of, like, perceive these up close. Like, you know, just get a better look at them. Okay. Follow them back. Not all the way into the cairn. I mean, we'll stay kind of where we are, but I Mm -hmm. want to get a better look at these tracks.
0: All right. As you, you look at the tracks, they're almost idyllic. Like, when you think of a perfect wolf print in your mind's eye, that is what these look like. They're larger than regular wolves, but they're certainly smaller than the prints of the mighty Hispo, and certainly smaller than that of a Krinos. And the pattern is wrong, as there are no handprints in the ground either, given this sort of gait,
4: The perfect wolf. I'll I'll rejoin the others back at the table if I'm assuming they haven't followed me you know being all weird wandering around with a weird glow in my eye.
0: Oh, you're no table. You're just all oh just outside out in, outside. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
4: gotcha.
2: All right. Something troubling you, Zeb? You see something with your eye?
4: No pun intended. Ah, uh, I've never seen tracks like that. Well, left by any spirit or ghost, but they're perfect. The perfect guru track. The quintessential nature of what it would look like it's not it's what we would put in a book or to tell a story or to mark a cave or to show our dominance in the cairn. just the perfect wolf and i've never heard of ghosts leaving tracks but i've never heard of any of this either Hmm. well we've been given
6: permission to go to three of our allied seps speak to thurges there that being said i don't believe any of them well, I know that none of them are Silverfang seps, and I don't personally know any Silverfang Thurges.
2: Well, perhaps we could find that answer at the other seps. This might require a spiritual answer, Mark. True. Perhaps maybe a two-front. Whenever hmm, instinct right now is telling me that perhaps Evan and I should enter the Umbra right now and see what we can find. And then
4: maybe we can meet you at a predetermined sept we might want to warn Final Days out of earshot of this ghost and others of what's taking place in his cairn. And that could fall on us
2: if this mission requires you to look for your information as fast
4: as possible. So what's the plan?
1: I think that Korra's taken all this in. I think that we should inform Final Days. And then you are right. I think at least one of you two should go into the Umbra. And following these tracks seems risky to me. Just because we don't know what's on the other end of it. Yes, they're wolf prints. But it's a spirit. We don't know. So maybe a few of us go Umbra. A few of us go uh, physical meet at one of the seps that Kyle said we can meet at on a specific day at a specific time so that we know that we are making the right... uh, making the same pace, if that makes sense.
6: It does make sense, two hearts. A question first for the Thurges. Can an ancestor spirit retain its Gaian gifts? Would fighting their spirit be similar to fighting them when they were alive?
2: I'd imagine whatever spiritual power that they were able to garnish in this realm and in, in this plane if it was powerful enough certainly it could carry over
4: i think the use of the word spirit is the wrong word I, I i will reiterate again this is from the lands of the dead it is wielding its power from beyond death It has not re-entered the wheel it has subverted the it has subverted decay and destruction and is somehow held to some kind of stasis of death I think there is much that it can wield that will not seem Gaian, but will most definitely be some sort of gifts. But again, this is this has gone one step beyond honored ancestors in the Umber that we might seek. What would you suggest we do?
2: I really feel the Thurges should investigate what is possibly following us. And then at whatever sept that Kyle would like everyone to meet at, that would be the sept we Me at the predetermined time.
4: I don't stand for political intrigues. I think there's a risk to your cairn here of something reaching out from the realms of death and the leaders here should be told and there should be honored elders here wise enough to put aside political strife to understand that there is a danger to everyone. And then yes, Mark and I can certainly, I think this will be a little bit more deliberate on our part, Mark. I think there are some rituals that we can do and we might need to have to spend much more time than our normal hasty adventures to find the right spirit of wisdom to consult.
2: Certainly. Certainly. It's going to take time to translate whatever we can garnish.
4: And
0: we'll find out what that all is next time. Thank you to everyone who listened. We'll all catch you in that next episode. Bye. 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 Bye
4: -bye.